0: You brought your Bible. Let's just get into something here this morning. This is the Helps Ministry class. Yes, sir. If you're here, you're probably in the Helps Ministry, yes, sir. and uh, if you're not, then uh, we'll just we'll just say you are, and you can listen. <laughs> Amen. I want to go ahead and uh, go over to First Kings chapter number ten real quickly. There's just such little time in this session, so we're going to go a little rapidly here. But First uh, Kings chapter number ten. This is talking about uh, King Solomon's Helps Ministry. And there was a notation made, I believe this is Queen Sheba's uh, notation, about his helps ministry. First, First Kings 10, verse number 8. It says, Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, that they may hear thy wisdom. <clears throat> so, one of the things she noticed was that... Uh, the, the helps ministry was happy. Amen. Amen. Um, Young's literal says, Oh, the happiness of your men. Oh, the happiness of your servants. And, uh, so, uh, you know, he's basically noting that the helps ministry were happy. They were, they were full of joy. In other words, they were serving with joy. It wasn't a begrudging thing to them. They were joyful. Uh, and uh, really, I mean, I like the way it says that. Oh, the happiness, not, oh, another project. <clears throat> you know, they, they were just glad to, glad to be in the you know, service of God, doing something for the kingdom of God. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they, they must have expressed it. It must have been evident. It must not have just been in their hearts because she noticed it. And uh, she brought, you know, made mention of it. And so, uh, you know, it was evident on their face. It was evident in their words, the things they said. They must have said how much of a joy and an honor it was to serve in the kingdom that Solomon had been given. And so uh, we want to look at this today because, you know, this is the only kind of acceptable service uh, in the kingdom of God. The... the, uh, the serving, serving unto the Lord, the Lord looks on the attitude. He, the Bible says he looks on the heart. So serving the Lord is not like the job that you begrudge going to on Monday morning. Right? It's not just a job. It's not just a duty. It's something that the Lord looks for those who do it with joy that, that are, that are glad. they, they, Get there early and they got a smile on their face and they're looking forward to, to uh, their, their place in the kingdom of God. Psalm 100 verse number two says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Serve the Lord with gladness. Psalm 40 verse eight. I delight to do thy will, O God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. Hallelujah. You know, this is the only kind of service that's acceptable to the Lord. We can serve and uh, it not be accepted by the Lord because, you know, we really have our our minds are somewhere else. Our hearts are somewhere else. You know, we might be giving lip service to what we're doing. But, uh, you know, there's verses in the Bible about their, their with their mouth. You ever read verses like this with their mouth? They show much love, but their heart is far from it. He's talking about people who give lip service. They say the right thing. You know, they've been to church. They know what to say, you know, but they, but really their heart's not really in it. And, uh, he he said, he said, that's not acceptable with me, you know? And so, uh, this is something we want to examine a little bit today, uh, you know, you could paraphrase these verses, serve the Lord with gladness, I delight to do thy will, O God. You could pa- paraphrase these uh, verses by saying, I'm here to serving, serve him and I'm loving it. Yes. Yes. Just, I'm just loving it, just loving it. Yeah. Amen. Somebody said, well, I don't have that in my heart. I've lost my first love. Well, we're going to talk about that. The Bible talks about that, right? Uh, but, but say it out loud, serving him and loving it. Yeah, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. it. Yeah, but I'm just so tired. I don't have time. I get, you know, I get this and, you know. How many of you know people, uh, people, they get in the floor and cry and say, God, use me, use me, use me, use me, make me a blessing, use me. And then somebody asks them to do something and then somebody asks them to do something else and then they go to God and say, God, I feel so used. I feel, well, you asked to be used. (laughs) Amen. I know it's cold outside, but you'll warm up in a minute. (laughs) Hallelujah. That wine, that wine is all the selfishness coming out of you. I'm telling you, I've had the Lord, I've had the Lord uh, work me over a number of times about, you know, you know, wanting, you know, doing the, I'm talking about what I'm called to do, doing what I'm doing, uh, but really wanting to be somewhere else, man. I just been, I just been at it for months. I haven't been in the deer stand. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and uh, he's just dealing with me. I'm just, I'm just knocking a lot of selfishness out of you and a lot of your own plans out of you. Because to go where I plan to take you, you're going to have to be dead to a lot of other things. You know, I've never shared it. But the Lord said to me one time, he said, this life really doesn't have anything for you. In other words, if you go to seek, if you go to live, and I, got, I left preaching went to Medland. But if your life is all about doing what you want to get out of life, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible said, you know, Jesus made this statement. He said, he that would find his life will lose it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you want to really find life, lose it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if you're all about what you want out of life, and I, I have this recreation and this hobby and, and this you know, this downtime. Well, we all need rest. Don't That's misunderstand true. me. But a lot of times, just after a little bit of rest, yeah. it, it's not satisfying to your spirit anymore.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Amen. I mean, your, your heart wants what, what God has planned for you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. 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 So, you know, a lot of times people say, I just need some time for myself. Uh, we need rest. I'm not preaching against that. You understand yeah. that. We, need, we all need rest. We need, but a lot of times what people are doing to rest is wearing them out.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I better get off of that. Or I'll... It's just a lot of selfish stuff. And uh, you really won't get any reward for it when you get to heaven. Anyway... Not, you know, when you go to preach it on dying, it doesn't go over real big. But anyway, you just have to die. I, I was talking to somebody recently. They said, uh, uh, and I knew the gifting in them. I, I had discovered the gifting in them. And I mean, it's it's something else, the gifting in them. And I was talking to them, you know, about a couple of things. And they said, I've died a thousand deaths. Yeah. And I didn't tell them what the Lord spoke to me. But standing right there, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, yeah, that's because of how I'm planning to use them. Yeah. They have to die to a lot of stuff, yeah, come on. get a lot of selfishness knocked out yeah. of them, a lot of their own ambitions, a lot of their own plans. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what the Lord does. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Smile. Amen, because there'll be a new improved you come out of it. Amen. I don't know. There's just not enough response on that. I think I might want to work with it a while. <clears throat> yeah people yeah. people they, they get you know they want to get saved and they want to get everything God has for them but when God asks for anything out of them they just act like God, they act like I mean he's killing them or something yeah, right. just so they, he just has a little bit out yeah. of them and they're <laughs> come, on. come on. well I ain't going to get you anywhere in the kingdom of God Anyway, maybe I'll go over here and preach and y'all won't pull it out so much. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, are you still glad you came? Um, you know, let's go over to, uh, let's go over to the book of Revelation right now. I believe it'd just be good to go there right now. Revelation chapter number two. I don't know if you're ready for this. This is a good chance for you to say amen. God deserves to be served with all our hearts. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, we're being unfaithful to That's him. Right. Yes. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the Bible talks about uh, people being due a reward. That's yeah.
1: right. That's right.
0: Right. Yeah. You understand, we don't earn salvation. We don't earn any of God's blessing. But there are rewards yes, right. for obedience and yeah. serving him and being faithful. Yeah. He that's made he that's uh, faithful in that which is least will be uh, given much. Yeah, that's right. He'll be counted as if he's faithful with more. Yeah. Yeah. Praise yeah. the Lord. Amen. Amen. So he's, there, there's rewards. Yes. God has rewards. He has, he has free things uh, for, out of salvation, out of what he did for us, but he also has rewards. Yes, he does. And a lot of folks want certain things, but they don't want to do what it takes to get into them, and uh, uh, they're not due a reward because their service is not worthy of a reward. You know, there's, there's, wor- there's, there's a worthy and an unworthy way of serving the Lord. Joy has a lot to do with it. Willingness has a lot to do with it. Uh, don't say, uh, you serve you're not serving him like you're not serving him like sounding like a wounded rabbit, you know Amen Don't let me hear that coming out of you Come on. Come on. Uh, that, that just that just does something to me Because it does something to the spirit of God yes, It grieves the spirit of God yes, it does. Amen, yes, sir. Amen. Anyway, praise the Lord. Did you find the book of Revelation? Yes, Chapter number two. I'm going to read this in the Amplified because, uh, you know, we really want to hear what God's saying this morning. And to really be able to hear it, you've got to have it amplified, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like, what? Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. That's good. All right. Revelation two, four, and five. Well, look at this. I have this one, this is the Amplified, I have this one charge to make against you. He had told him some good things he appreciated. But he said, I have this one charge against you that you have left, abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me, your first love. Remember then from what heights you have fallen, repent, change the inner man to meet God's will. Oh, man. That's talking about change the attitude. And do the works you did previously when first you knew the Lord. Oh my, 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 my. When first you knew the Lord. You remember how excited you were when you first got saved?
1: Yes, sir.
0: And he said, look what he said. He said, uh uh, repent, change the inner man to meet God's will, and do the works you had that you did previously when you first you knew the Lord. Or else I will visit you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you change your mind and repent. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, people want to hear about love and grace and goodness and all of that. Yeah. This is love, grace, and goodness right here. Might not look like it, but that's what that is. Uh, you know, people, they quote these verses like, like King James says, you have, you have left your first love. Um, people quote it wrong. They often quote it saying they have lost their first love or that person lost their first love. This verse didn't say they lost it. It said they left it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And uh, notice, because they left it, notice, they, they remember this part says, from whence you have fallen, uh, King James, uh, or excuse me, Amplified, remember then from the, what heights you have fallen. They remember that fallen part, and they remember the first love part, but they put that together, and they say, I've fallen from my first love, or I've lo- left, lost my first love. Yeah. He didn't say they lost their first love. He said they left it, and as a result of leaving it, they fell. Are you, are you hearing what the Spirit of God is saying? In other words, lost um, uh, is, sounds like, you know, Egypt was, was an accident. Left was something that they did by choice. That's You understand? And notice that maintaining their first love caused them to walk uh, in the heights of the goodness of God. Uh, The lampstand here is the anointing of the Spirit. That's what he's talking about. And he's talking about falling from the heights of an anointing. Remember, he said, I'm going to remove your lampstand. That's the anointing. He's talking about because they have left the way they first started serving him. They first started loving him. Yeah. They left that. They've fallen from an anoint- from a high place of flow of the anointing. Yeah. Right. Are, are we getting what he's saying here? Yeah. Now, let's just dig around in a little bit. Notice this word here, um, left. The Greek says to leave, omit, forsake, or set aside. In other words, um, it's the, the Greek is referring to the... the, the uh, Something that's first, when it says first love, it's first in rank. Uh, in other words, he's talking about the love that you had for him when, you, when he was first in your life. Right. Yes. How many of you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God? And God is worthy of, of being the highest place, the fir- having the first place in our life. He's He's priority. He's first in rank. He's first in order, right? He's first in priority. Saying God's first is a whole lot more than just say, well, I just go to church on Sunday morning. No, it's just that. That's uh, those days are over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, no, it's something that's on. It's a love on the inside. It's, a, it's, it's, it's you putting him first. And somebody said, well, I can do that without serving in the helps ministry. Uh, but notice what he said here. Uh, remember, this is the Amplified again. Remember from, then from the heights that you have fallen, repent, change the inner man, meet God's will, and do the works you did previously. Do the what? The, the what? The Wait a minute. I didn't know love was, had anything to do with what we do. Uh, I just thought love was a feeling. I mean, you know, we just, oh, I love God. Oh, I cry in church. I, I raise my hands during praise and worship and cry because I love God. Amen. No, love isn't a feeling. Jesus said, John 14, you ought to read it. John 14, 21, 23, 15, verse something. Chapter fifteen, verse something. There's three times he mentioned it. He said, "If you love me, keep my commandments." That's right. That's right. Now that separates the men from the boys, yes. girls from the women. Yes. If you love me, do something. Do what? Do what I said do. Yes, amen. And helps helps ministries included in what he said do. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God puts something in our hearts. He expects us to do that. And, and showing up in church and crying and saying, I love you, Jesus, during praise and worship. He's saying, okay, I received that. But what about what I told you to do? Well, I'm just, I got other things I got to do in life and I don't have time. And, I, and he, he's basically saying, well, you left your first love. You left that love you had whenever I was first. I was priority. I was before everybody, before everything, before yourself and what you want out of life. Thank you. Now, this separates the real Christians from people that are just giving lip service. Hallelujah. So, you left it. You didn't fall from it. You left it. It was a conscious choice. Uh, it wasn't an accident. It was a choice, right? How many of you know he's telling us here that you can remember where you first walk with God and go back to it by choice? Yes. He's saying, remember where you were and go back to that. Yeah. Come on. That's what these verses are saying. Remember where you were and go back to that. And so that's our job. That's not his job to, to woo us back. He will woo us back, but it's his. It's not his job for us to take those steps and go back to where we were when we first loved the Lord. Yes. Amen. 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 He didn't say ask God to give you your first love again. Amen. Woo! Wee 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 wee. Amen. It's not just return that loving feeling, Jesus. Give me that loving feeling again. Bring back that loving feeling. (laughs) No. 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 Say no real loud. No, amen. Return to, that's your job. Hallelujah! It's not his job. It's your job. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Not just, well, if that love returns. No, you return. Yeah. Amen. 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 Not pray, Lord, give me that love back. Oh, Lord, rekindle. You know, people say the stupidest things. Why don't you do something to rekindle it? Now, come on, somebody. You return to it. It's still there blazing. You come back to it. You got to return. You got to come back. Amen. You can stir yourself up. Amen. It didn't leave. You left. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's still where it always was. You're the one that left. You're the one who needs to go back to where you were. Go back in words. Go back in actions. I don't know if you remember Jesus said uh, John, I mean in Matthew six, he talked about um, where your. This is another area about giving and offerings, but it's the similar principle. He said, "Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." He didn't say, "Where your heart is, there will your treasure be also." No. No. Well, if my heart was in it, I'd give. He's saying, "Put your money there, and your heart will get there." Yeah. Yeah. Where your treasure is, that's where. He, in other words, your your heart follows your treasure. People say, well, my treasure follows my heart. No, your heart follows your treasure. Yes. If you want your heart in something, get your money there. That's yes. right. Amen. Same thing true with service. If you want your heart in the service, in the work of God, get your service there. Yes. Yes. And come there and say, Whoa, I'm glad. I'm, I'm here and loving it, serving and loving it. Yes. Pastor, that's all fake. No, you got to put on the new man. Your new man loves to serve God. Listen, I'm enjoying this myself. So uh, think about some of the things we talk about first love. You ever, you ever seen two people fall in love? Yeah. That was weak, I'm telling you. All the married folk are looking at me like... Don't you remember? All right, we got to share on this. Amen. Now, first love is young love. Can we talk about this a little bit? First, first love is young love. It's the beginning love. How many of you know back then you just enjoyed being together? She could say, man, I got to pull weeds out of my flower bed. And you're like, oh, <laughs> grace <the> Lord. <laughs> just to be with her. What are you doing? Somebody calls, your buddy calls. What are you doing? Pulling weeds? Are you nuts? Loving it, loving it, loving it. (laughs) Amen. Isn't that right? (laughs) Amen. Loving every minute of it, minute of it. No complaining. Just because she's there. Woo, man. Just because she asked, she said, "I got to, I got to take care of some stuff in my yard." And I said, "Hey, I come on over and help you." Oh yeah! Just because she mentioned it, just because she had, you notice she had a need. Oh, this is, this, is, this, is, this is this is this is this will preach. How about serving God in the church that way? What are you doing down here? I, I'm cleaning the toilets, man. I'm just loving it, just loving it. Yes, sir. Amen. Not the toilet. You're loving God. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, there you go. Come on. Come on. Amen. You could can get to the place you do love the toilet just because it's God's toilet, you know. <laughs> Just like you're out there pulling that girl's weeds out of her, her flower bed. I mean, you're loving them weeds, man. Weeds. These weeds are awesome. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. So, um, when you first met your wife, you were just like, Can I do anything for you? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> she said then I'd like to have you know whatever the oh, loving it sure love it yeah. praise the Lord <laughs> so when God says I need some help loving, Come on. Come on. loving it. Love it I was praying a couple of weeks ago uh this is one of those times I got over into deeper travail. And I started saying, double. It's time for everything to double. Everything to double. Everything. The number of people we're pastoring, double. It's time for the staff to double. It's time for the finances to double. And I was preparing what I'm sharing here this morning. I was preparing last night. And it came to me, God can't entrust double to people who are half-hearted. Well, you know, we've got to do this. There's 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 strategies of the enemy against increase. Yes. Remember Acts six? Yes. When the number of the disciples was multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the uh, Hebrews because their widows were neglected. In other words, strife tried to get into that increase. Yes, yes. Increase started, and something of the enemy. Strife is not a personality conflict. Strife is a strategy of the enemy yes. to shut down increase. Yes. Yes. And that strategy was there for one reason: one reason alone to stop that increase. Yes. And so their strategy is against increase. Here's one: just lethargy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, just. Just yeah. begrudging serving. Yeah. Just you know, it's such a drag to me. That it's so it's so it's so boring and so especially if you've been doing it for five years, ten years. Come on. Come on. You can become begrudging. Right. It can be irksome, yeah. grievous, uh-huh. heavy, it's a burden okay. rather than loving it. Can you see the difference between the way that we first start out sometimes and sometimes where people yeah. end up?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. yes, sir. Well, I just can't help it. I fell from life. No, you didn't fall from your first love. You didn't keep it stirred up. Yeah. 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 Right. What gets into our hearts is our responsibility. Yeah. The Bible says, guard your heart. Yeah. Guard your heart. Oh, man, this is just yeah. coming out. I'm liking the utterance this morning. Guard your heart. You can get when the first thought of unwillingness hits you, treat it like a rattlesnake getting in your house. If you knew what was attached to that thing, you would not tolerate it. Absolutely. Remember, he said in Deuteronomy twenty-eight. We 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 quote the, the blessing and all that. Deuteronomy. He said this is. Uh, he said because you serve not. I don't remember the verse number. But because you serve not the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart, you'll serve your your enemies in poverty and in in uh, nakedness and the want of all things. Because you serve not the Lord your God. Because you serve. You got that verse there, Brother Matt? 47. For 28, Deuteronomy 28, 47. Because you serve him not with what? Joyfulness. You're gonna serve your enemies. That's what I that's why I said if you knew what was attached to that first thought of unwillingness, yeah. I'm tired, they're asking too much from me. Oh, yeah. my Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The first thought of that coming, you have to address that. You have to you have to treat it like yes. an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't entertain stuff. You I mean. let enter, you let start entertaining thoughts and these things will get in you and start building up. Right. And they'll get you right out of the will of God. It's a strategy of the enemy against increase. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, um, you know, if, if, when you first, we're talking about this first love. If you, when you first started uh, walking, you, you know, in a new relationship, somebody you ended up marrying or something like that, uh, you know, they ask you if you can do this or do that. And uh, you just do it. And when God asks something, you just love him enough. Yeah. You just say, I love, I love you too much. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, we, you know what this, you know what this, this saying to God, you know, I just, you know, I just don't have the time or I just don't have the energy or whatever. Saying to God, no, we realize we all have limitations. Yeah. Yeah. We understand that. But I'm just talking about a whiny, all the time, unwilling yeah attitude yeah. saying that to God what do you think that sounds like to the one who whose flesh did not want to oh, go to the cross yeah. Yeah. that's just an that's an unworthy return yes. Yes. to the one who gave his all when his flesh did yes. not want to he he yes. sweat great drops as of blood yes. resisting the temptation. To say, hey, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm calling me ten to you know twelve legions of angels. I'm out of here. Yeah. And our souls would have all been damned to hell. Right.
1: That's right. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. For him
0: to ask just for a few few hours a week yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Come on. love to, Lord. Just yeah. love to. You've done so much for me. I'm telling you, there's some folk gotta make some adjustments. Can I just be honest with you? Some of you men need to make some adjustments. Amen. Some of you sense a call to ministry, and you'll never be able to get into that without being faithful to another man. And love it. Faithfulness is not just doing the work. Faithfulness, God looks on the heart, the Bible says. And, and if, he, if to be faithful, he's looking on your heart for faithfulness, not just looking on what you perform, he's looking on your heart. Listen, the way you leave here will be the way you enter into the next thing. If you leave here all labored about, my heart's not in it, my heart's in something bigger, my heart's in the next thing God has for me, you're unqualified to get into the next thing God has for you. Listen, the way you serve here will be the harvest you get when you get there. I've had pastors ask me, what did you do? How did you get the helps ministry you have? I said, well, I think it's two things. Maybe there's more to it than I am aware of, but I think it's two things. Training, first of all, you got to be willing to train people. But I said, second of all, I'm really, Pastor Debbie and I have talked about this. I'm really convinced that it's a harvest off of the way we served at Kenneth Hagin Ministries for years. I mean, they brought up, we served, we were there and loving it. Just loving it. Do anything they want. Sure, be glad to. And, um did it for years in fact there was a point that they sort of suggested maybe we were there too much Uh and we almost got hurt over that we want to be here
1: we want to be here it almost it bothered us
0: oh please don't take this away from us I don't mean a position or I'm not talking about you know lusting for a position I'm talking about being where we're supposed to be we just it didn't matter if we're sitting in the back just greeting the people just loving it. Yes, sir. And uh, I believe what we're, we're experiencing now is a harvest off of that. Yes. So don't think, well, I'm called to this and that, and so my heart's not in this anymore. You better get your heart in it.
1: Right
0: now, yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, this isn't always the case, but um, you never heard of uh, Buddy Harrison. Brother, H- Brother Hagen's son-in-law, he, was, uh, he, he had a tremendous amount of staff and everything. He said that whenever he uh, maybe did the annual updates or reviews with his staff or something, he would ask them, you know, what do you see yourself doing in a f- few years or whatever? And they would say whatever they would say. He said, if somebody said, I see myself pastoring or doing this or that, he said, you're fired. Right. Come on. Come on. he fired him right on the spot. Yeah. Oh, why would he do that? Because he had learned. Now that's his experience. He's doing that. I'm not saying you have to automatically do that. Because somebody can be somebody can be right about things. But if their heart is not with you anymore, they're not going to be a good employee. Now that doesn't mean God doesn't have more plans for people. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes. It's just that they better suck it up. Exactly. And they better do, give their whole heart to this. I've been in transitions where God was moving me on, but he wouldn't release me from here. I've been there. I know what that's like. But you suck it up and you do it with joy. And you put your all into it. Amen. The Lord told me one time, he said, if you ever leave the place I put you... When I didn't release you to go, he said, you're out of my will. Well, that that, that jerked the chain, jerked my chain. Well, anyway, tell your neighbor that's all free. Praise the Lord. Can we work with that a little bit? In fact, I think I will work with that a little bit. If you've not been faithful in that which is another man's, who will give you that which is your own? That's what the, you know, that's Luke 16, verse number 12. And so faithfulness is a heart issue. It's not just a serving issue. It's a heart issue. And so um, some people are focused on the next thing that they believe is coming for them. And they're losing their focus on what they're doing right now. Some people are always unwilling to be where they are right now. You gotta you gotta die to that. Let God move you into what's coming, but you are all in where you are right now. Amen. Amen. That's really how you get to where you're going. Hallelujah. Is your heart in it? Praise the Lord. Can I just share with what the Lord was talking to me about last night? Um, How you leave your present position determines the blessing of God on your entrance into your next position. Amen. Amen. You'll reap what you sow. And so, um, can I just say this? God was talking to me about some things last night. Um, Spouses, if if your spouse has something in their heart to serve real strong... Don't be a drag on them. Yes. Amen. 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 Or vice versa, you know, husband, wife, wife, husband. It can go either way. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I see that in some people sometimes. Yeah. And, I, and I remember recently my wife asked, well, where's that coming from? I said, their spouse. Mm. It's not them. It's not their heart. That's right.
1: yeah, that's
0: right. But their spouse is a drag on them. All right, come on. And they just keep nagging. Come on. Just keep ding-donging them. Uh,
1: yep,
0: yep. Till eventually it gets inside of them and they're pulling back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, this is what the Lord was sharing with me last night. He was telling me to say some of these things. Amen. And so um, if you could only see you, you you who the spouse who's you know holding them back, if you could only see what's attached to them being able to fulfill their heart, yeah. If you could see that, you would immediately go to shouting about the fact they're always down there at the church. Absolutely. Let me, let me tell you a story. Brother Higgins said that um, he was, God's dealt with him about a transition out of pastoring to be out on the road. And he started taking those steps. And Miss Aretha, you know, was sort of talking about how she just didn't like him gone all that time. All that amount of time, wanted him home more. Yeah. And so Brother Hagin pulled back because of it, canceled his meetings, and he's sitting in Sunday school. And, uh, you know, during Sunday school, at had his home church sitting there in Sunday school. He wasn't teaching, he's sitting in the class. And he's sitting there, all of a sudden, his heart stopped beating, and he fell off the chair on the floor. Yes. And they, you know, the men sort of gathered them up and take him in another room. Miss Aretha picked something up in the spirit that something was wrong. She's in another, she's in the ladies Sunday school class. And she picked it up. And so she's gathering up her stuff. And about that time, the ladies came in and said, you know, you know, can't can, you know, can't. Can. He felt, he's, he's had a heart attack. Yeah. And so she went in there and she said, uh, she went in there weeping. She said, I feel like it's all my fault. I feel like it's all my fault. I put pressure on you to, to disobey God. And she repented. And the Lord spoke to her and said, I can take him to where he never comes back. In other words, yeah. 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 you know, you don't, you don't want him gone. Nope. Him staying home, he's going to be gone, gone, gone. Yeah. Right. Not that the Lord takes him. You know what I mean. Yes, sir. But see, that opens the door to the devil. Yes, Are you still out there? Don't do that to your spouse. That's right. Amen. Amen. And, and listen, if you have it in your heart to serve, make sure you do spend time with your family. Yes.
1: Yes. 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 Yes.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, praise yes. the Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes. Well, can you imagine Miss Aretha at the time couldn't see all the, all the blessings that were attached to her husband obeying God? Yes. Right? right. Yeah. right? None of us would have gotten so much of the message that we have today if he hadn't have been out there obeying God. The body of Christ was greatly blessed. Their family personally was greatly blessed. And and if she could have seen that at the time, she'd have been shouting about, "Yes, go obey God. Go obey God."
1: Yes, please. Come on. Yes, please.
0: Well, that's too much of a price to pay. How much did Jesus pay for you? Now, I'm not just talking about going to go. I'm talking about if the Lord's telling you to do something. Well, amen. I know a lot of wives, a lot of minister's wives or people that are called to the ministry, their wives. I know a lot of them who are sickly because they don't receive the call on their spouse. They've got the, the, the calls there for their spouse, but the other one doesn't receive it. Oh, they might give lip service to it. But if you're ding-donging them all the time, you have not received it. Well, it's awfully quiet in here. Amen. Tell your neighbor this is good anyhow. Now, um, well, anyway. Just don't think I can't see stuff. You know, pastor has a prayer life. (laughs) Praise the Lord. God shows me things in the spirit. It stands out like a guy wearing a pink neon suit in the middle of a sea of guys wearing black suits. It's like, man, that's glaring. Maybe others don't see it, but to me, man, you got a pink neon suit on. That's why I'm addressing some things right now. Amen. Don't let, don't let helps ministry become like a job to you. Amen. I don't like what I pick up sometimes in the spirit. And the Lord doesn't either. And you sense this drudgery, half-heartedness. Listen, if, if we give you an assignment and you're just always kicking against it and you can't fix it for two months and my staff can fix it in 10 minutes, that's a hard issue. Just saying. Well, praise the Lord. Everybody glad you came to class this morning? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) It grieves the Spirit. It shuts down the increase. Say it out loud. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Amen. You know, that kind of thing becomes a burden to a ministry. I don't know if you've ever read Jeremiah 23. My goodness, I am out of time. If you just said, praise the Lord, then you got a heart issue. But anyway. (laughs) Come but yeah. I'm telling I'm mean on the devil this yeah. morning, yeah. Yeah. not on people, but the, this stuff's got to stop. Yeah. If you've ever read Jeremiah 23 verses 33 through something like 38, I'd have to look. But God said, stop saying this term, what is the burden of the Lord? You ever read that passage? We've referred to it before. Yeah, yeah. And the Amplified is just tremendous on this. And he said, I don't want to hear that term burden of the Lord anymore. You can say, what is the Lord spoken or what has the Lord said? But this term burden of the Lord, I don't. I don't want to hear that out of your mouth again. He's basically saying, I don't like it that you take what I ask of you and turn it into a burden. Something goes all over God. You read the Amplified, it says, you're the burden, and I will disburden myself of you. That's what the Amplified says. Now, you don't see that on people's refrigerator or bumper sticker. But that is in the Bible. Ministries that are burdened with that kind of heart attitude, even a little bit of it, that anointing on that ministry, if God's anointing is on that ministry, the anointing will break that, and you'll be busted. Yes, sir. It'll remove you and you will be replaced with somebody who sees the honor yes. of the privilege of being asked Thank you. to serve. Yes, yes. Absolutely. God's plan goes forward with people who say yes. It does not go forward with people who are drag and tail. Come on, somebody. Drag and tail is a drag on a ministry. And it's grievous to the Holy Ghost. Yes. And why would he give increase to that? Yes. Well, praise the Lord. Yes. First, First Corinthians nine twenty-seven. Paul said, uh, I, I have to do certain things. He said, I have to keep my body under, lest at any time when I preach to others, I myself will be a castaway. Yes. You know, castaway means set aside as unusable. Yes. Amen. You can become, you can become, you know, you can have an attitude of it's such a burden, it's such a a laboring thing, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, that God will say, okay, I'll just set you aside. I can't use that. I'll just set you aside. Love love you, you'll go to heaven, all that. But there's going to be some things in this life you never know. I'm going with people who say yes. And yes is more than just a verbal yes. Yes is an attitude. Yes is delighting in being asked. Amen. Amen. I know people that have seven kids that do better than some people who say, who have no kids, and they act like they never have any time to themselves. I can tell you people who have all sorts. Kids come in, where'd you get all those kids? Man, oh, man. And they get more done in the kingdom of God serving than people who are married and don't have any kids or single. Who drag tail all the time. Well, it's all good anyhow. Some service is just unacceptable to God. So get with it. Amen. Get with it. Praise the Lord. Think, you know, that, let's uh, look at Philippians 4.4 4 before we wrap this up. In the Amplified, rejoice in the Lord always, delight, gladden yourself in Him. Again, I say Rejoice. Notice that, gladden yourself. What gladdens you? I gladden myself. Huh? I gladden myself. Well, what if there's no joy in it? I, I, I gladden myself. What if the flesh says, I don't want to? I say, I gladden myself. Amen. You gladden you. You do it. Talk to yourself. Yeah, I've looked in the mirror before and I said, now listen, you get it together. I've done that to myself. Looking at some of you, I'm not sure you ever thought about that. But Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Serve the Lord with gladness. Yes. Praise God. Don't don't wait for the feeling of gladness. You you impart gladness to yourself. <laughs> Stand up with me. Praise God. You got to be like David. Remember David encouraged himself in the Lord. Yes, sir. You got to encourage yourself. You got to gladden yourself. You got to talk to yourself. David would say, why art thou cast down my soul? Put your whole, he's talking to himself. He's talking to his emotions, talking to his feelings. Amen. Amen. And he's just telling himself, you get with it, buddy. <laughs> Glory to God. It's called an attitude adjustment. Remember that old uh, Midas muffler commercial, if it doesn't fit, we'll make it fit. Yeah. That's the way you got to do it to yourself. If you're not happy, I'm going to make Amen. you happy.
1: Amen.
0: That's <laughs> right. yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You, just, you just get, you, remember when I was driving down the road and the Lord said, you're angry at me? Yeah. And he said, you shout at the top of your voice, yeah. i delight to do your will. See, he's telling me to make that adjustment. You can do that. Tell your neighbor you can do that. It's a choice you make. It's not something God does for you. It's something you do for yourself. Praise the Lord. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, nobody ever recognizes me. Nobody ever says thank you. Let me ask you a question. If you're driving down the street, and, and, and let's say you pull it out of your driveway, and you make a turn, and, you're, and you drive past your neighbor's house, and he's out there mowing his grass, <laughs> would you stop and say, thank you for mowing your grass?
1: No. No. No, no it's his house. It's yeah.
0: He should be mowing his grass. Right. You don't thank him for what he should no. be doing. Right? Right? Thank right? You. This is your house.
1: Now right yeah. Now. Yeah.
0: Amen. This is not just Pastor Jay yeah. and Debbie's That's church. right. This is his church, and he gave you a place to call home, and it's yours. So when you clean the toilets, don't do it for a thank you, because it's your house.
1: It's your house. It's your
0: house. It's your house. Amen. Amen. Besides that, the Bible says if you don't have praise down here, you're going to get praise when you get there. So if nobody's thanking you, you ought to secretly go, you wait till I get to the throne of grace. You wait till I get to the judgment seat of Christ. And he says, you did this, did this. You did it faithfully. You did it joyfully. And you, were, you, were, uh, you, were, you did it with all your heart. And, and nobody noticed you. But he's going to rap noise. He's going to say, heaven, heaven, please be quiet just for a second. Heaven, I want you to know that Leanne did all this. Jesus himself talking. And 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 I, I appreciate all she did and here's her reward. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Nobody down here recognized her, but up there. That's yes. right. Yes. Men's rewards are cheap, but I'm telling you, if he rewards you, yes, oh yeah.